The Seasons by James Thompson. Book Four, Winter, Part Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Abe Neiman. Now, all amid the rigors of the year, in the wild depth of winter, while without the ceaseless winds blow ice, be my retreat beneath the groaning forest and the shore beat by the boundless multitude of waves a rural sheltered solitary scene where ruddy fire and beaming tapers join to cheer the gloom there studious let me sit and hold high converse with the mighty dead sages of ancient time as gods revered as gods beneficent who blessed mankind with arts with arms and humanized a world roused at the inspiring thought i throw aside the long-lived volume and deep musing hail the sacred shades that slowly rising pass before my wondering eyes first socrates who firmly good in a corrupted state against the rage of tyrants single stood invincible calm reason's holy law that voice of god within the attentive mind obeying fearless or in life or death great moral teacher wisest of mankind solon the next who built his commonweal on equity's wide base by tender laws a lively people curbing yet undamped preserving still that quick peculiar fire whence in the laurelled field of finer arts and of bold freedom they unequalled shone the pride of smiling greece and humankind lycurgus then who bowed beneath the force of strictest discipline severely wise all human passions following him i see as at thermopylae he glorious fell the firm devoted chief who proved by deeds the hardest lesson which the other taught then aristides lifts his honest front spotless of heart to whom the unflattering voice of freedom gave the noblest name of just in pure majestic poverty revered who even his glory to his country's weal submitting swelled a haughty rival's fame reared by his care of softer ray appears kimmon's sweet-souled whose genius rising strong shook off the load of young debauch abroad the scourge of persian pride at home the friend of every worth and splendid art modest and simple in the pomp of wealth then the last worthies of declining greece late called the glory in unequal times pensive appear the fair corinthian boast timoleon happy temper mild and firm who wept the brother while the tyrant bled and equal to the best the theban pair whose virtues in heroic concord joined their country raised to freedom empire fame he too with whom athenian honour sunk and left a mass of sordid lees behind phocion the good in public life severe to virtue still inexorably firm but when beneath his low illustrious roof sweet peace and happy wisdom smoothed his brow not friendship softer was nor love more kind 
and he the last of old lycurgus sons the generous victim to that vain attempt to save a rotten state agis who saw even sparta's self to servile avarice sunk the two achaean heroes closed the train aratus who awhile relumed the soul of fondly lingering liberty in greece and he her darling as her latest hope the gallant philopomen who to arms turned the luxurious pomp he could not cure or toiling in his farm a simple swain or bold and skilful thundering in the field of rougher front a mighty people come a race of heroes in those virtuous times which knew no stain save that with partial flame their dearest country they too fondly loved her better founder first the light of rome numa who softened her rapacious sons servius the king who laid the solid base on which o'er earth the vast republic spread then the great consuls venerable rise the public father who the private quelled as on the dread tribunal sternly sad he whom this thankless country could not lose camillus only vengeful to her foes fabricius scorner of all conquering gold and cincinnatus awful from the plough thy willing victim carthage bursting loose from all that pleading nature could oppose from a whole city's tears by rigid faith imperious called and honour's dire command scipio the gentle chief humanely brave who soon the race of spotless glory ran and warm in youth to the poetic shade with friendship and philosophy retired tully whose powerful eloquence awhile restrained the rapid fate of rushing rome unconquered cato virtuous and extreme and thou unhappy brutus kind of heart whose steady arm by awful virtue urged lifted the roman steel against thy friend thousands besides the tribute of a verse demand who can count the stars of heaven who sing their influence on this lower world behold who yonder comes in sober state fair mild and strong as is a vernal sun tis phoebus self or else the mantuan swain great homer too appears of daring wing parent of song and equal by his side the british muse joined hand in hand they walk darkling full up the middle steep to fame nor absent are those shades whose skilful touch pathetic drew the impassioned heart and charmed transported athens with the moral scene nor those who tuneful wake the enchanting lyre first of your kind society divine still visit thus my nights for you reserved and mount my soaring soul to thoughts like yours silence thou lonely power the door be thine see on the hallowed hour that none intrude save a few chosen friends who sometimes deign to bless my humble roof with sense refined learning digested well exalted faith unstudied wit and humour ever gay or from the muses hill with pope descend to raise the sacred hour to bid it smile and with the social spirit warm the heart 
for though not sweeter his own homer sings yet is his life the more endearing song where art thou hammond thou the darling pride the friend and lover of the tuneful throng ah why dear youth in all the blooming prime of vernal genius were disclosing fast each active worth each manly virtue lay why wert thou ravished from our hopes so soon what now avails that noble thirst of fame which stung thy fervent breast that treasured store of knowledge early gained that eager zeal to serve thy country glowing in the band of youthful patriots who sustained her name what now alas that life diffusing charm of sprightly wit that rapture for the muse that heart of friendship and that soul of joy which bade with softest light thy virtues smile ah only showed to check our fond pursuits and teach our humbled hopes that life is vain thus in some deep retirement would i pass the winter glooms with friends of pliant soul or blithe or solemn as the theme inspired with them would search if nature's boundless frame was called late rising from the void of night or sprung eternal from the eternal mind its life its laws its progress and its end hence larger prospects of the beauteous whole would gradual open on our opening minds and each diffusive harmony unite in full perfection to the astonished eye then would we try to scan the moral world which though to us it seems embroiled moves on in higher order fitted and impelled by wisdom's finest hand and issuing all its general good the sage historic muse should next conduct us through the deeps of time show us how empire grew declined and fell in scattered states what makes the nations smile improves their soil and gives them double suns and why they pine beneath the brightest skies in nature's richest lap as thus we talked our hearts would burn within us would inhale that portion of divinity that ray of purest heaven which lights the public soul of patriots and of heroes but if doomed in powerless humble fortune to repress these ardent risings of the kindling soul then even superior to ambition we would learn the private virtues how to glide through shades and plains along the smoothest stream of rural life or snatched away by hope through the dim spaces of futurity with earnest eye anticipate those scenes of happiness and wonder where the mind in endless growth and infinite ascent rises from state to state and world to world but when with these the serious thought is foiled we shifting for relief would play the shapes of frolic fancy and incessant form those rapid pictures that assembled train of fleet ideas never joined before whence lively wit excites to gay surprise or folly painting humour grave himself calls laughter forth deep shaking every nerve meantime the village rouses up the fire while well attested and as well believed heard solemn goes the goblin's story round till superstitious horror creeps over all or frequent in the sounding hall they wake the rural gamble 
rustic mirth goes round the simple joke that takes the shepherd's heart easily pleased the long loud laugh sincere the kiss snatched hasty from the sidelong maid on purpose guardless or pretending sleep the leap the slap the hall and shook to notes of native music the respondent dance thus jocund fleets with them the winter night the city swarms intense the public haunt full of each theme and warmed with mixed discourse hums indistinct the sons of riot flow down the loose stream of false enchanted joy to swift destruction on the rankled soul the gaming fury falls and in one gulf of total ruin honour virtue peace friends families and fortune headlong sink up springs the dance along the lighted dome mixed and evolved a thousand sprightly ways the glittering court effuses every pomp the circle deepens beamed from gaudy robes tapers and sparkling gems and radiant eyes a soft effulgence o'er the palace waves while a gay insect in his summer shine the fop light fluttering spreads his mealy wings dread o'er the scene the ghost of hamlet stalks othello rages poor monimia mourns and belvedera pours her soul in love terror alarms the breast the comely tear steals o'er the cheek or else the comic muse holds to the world a picture of itself and raises sly the fair impartial laugh sometimes she lifts her strain and paints the scenes of beauteous life whate'er can deck mankind or charm the heart in generous bevel showed o thou whose wisdom solid yet refined whose patriot virtues and consummate skill to touch the finer springs that move the world join to whate'er the graces can bestow and all apollo's animating fire give thee with pleasing dignity to shine at once the guardian ornament and joy of polished life permit the rural muse o chesterfield to grace with thee her song ere to the shades again she humbly flies indulge her fond ambition in thy train for every muse has in thy train a place to mark thy various full accomplished mind to mark that spirit which with british scorn rejects the allurements of corrupted power that elegant politeness which excels even in the judgment of presumptuous france the boasted manners of her shining court that wit the vivid energy of sense the truth of nature which with attic point and kind well-tempered satire smoothly keen steals through the soul and without pain corrects or rising then with yet a brighter flame oh let me hail thee on some glorious day when to the listening senate ardent crowd britannia's sons to hear her pleaded cause then dressed by thee more amiably fair truth the soft robe of mild persuasion wears thou to assenting reason givest again her own enlightened thoughts called from the heart the obedient passions on thy voice attend and even reluctant party feels awhile thy gracious power 
as through the varied maze of eloquence now smooth now quick now strong profound and clear you roll the copious flood to thy loved haunt return my happy muse for now behold the joyous winter days frosty succeed and through the blue serene for sight too fine the ethereal nitre flies killing infectious damps and the spent air storing afresh with elemental life close crowds the shining atmosphere and binds our strengthened bodies in its cold embrace constringent feeds and animates our blood refines our spirits through the new-strung nerves in swifter sallies darting to the brain where sits the soul intense collected cool bright as the skies and as the season keen all nature feels the renovating force of winter only to the thoughtless eye in ruins seen the frost-concocted glebe draws an abundant vegetable soul and gathers vigour for the coming year a stronger glow sits on the lively cheek of ruddy fire and lucillin along the pure rivers flow their sullen deeps transparent open to the shepherd's gaze and murmur hoarser at the fixing frost what art thou frost and whence are thy keen stores derived thou secret all-invading power whom even the elusive fluid cannot fly is not thy potent energy unseen myriads of little salts or hooked or shaped like double wedges and diffused immense through water earth and ether hence at eve steamed eager from the red horizon round with the fierce rage of winter deep suffused an icy gale off shifting o'er the pool breathes a blue film and in its mid-career arrests the bickering stream the loosened ice let down the flood and half dissolved by day rustles no more but to the sedgy bank fast grows or gathers round the pointed stone a crystal pavement by the breath of heaven cemented firm till seized from shore to shore the whole imprisoned river growls below loud rings the frozen earth and hard reflects a double noise while as evening watch the village dog deters the nightly thief the heifer lows the distant waterfall swells in the breeze and with the hasty tread of traveller the hollow sounding plain shakes from afar the full ethereal round infinite worlds disclosing to the view shines out intensely keen and all one cope of starry glitter glows from pole to pole from pole to pole the rigid influence falls through the still night incessant heavy strong and seizes nature fast it freezes on till morn late rising o'er the drooping world lifts her pale eye unjoyous then appears the various labour of the silent night prone from the dripping eve and dumb cascade whose idle torrents only seem to roar the pendant icicles the frostwork fair where transient hues and fancied figures rise wide spouted o'er the hill the frozen brook a livid track cold gleaming on the morn the forest bent beneath the plumy wave and by the frost refined the whiter snow 
encrusted hard and sounding to the tread of early shepherd as he pensive seeks his pining flock or from the mountain top pleased with the slippery surface swift descends on blissome frolics bent the youthful swains while every work of man is laid at rest fond o'er the river crowd in various sport and revelry dissolved where mixing glad happiest of all the train the raptured boy lashes the whirling top or where the rhine branched out in many a long canal extends from every province swarming void of care batavia rushes forth and as they sweep on sounding skates a thousand different ways encircling poise swift as the winds along the then gay land is maddened all to joy nor less the northern courts wide o'er the snow pour a new pomp eager on rapid sleds their vigorous youth in bold contention wheel the long resounding course meantime to raise the manly strife with highly blooming charms flushed by the season scandinavia's dames or russia's buxom daughters glow around pure quick and sportful is the wholesome day but soon elapsed the horizontal sun broad o'er the south hangs at his utmost noon and ineffectual strikes the gelid cliff his azure gloss the mountain still maintains nor feels the feeble touch perhaps the vale relents awhile to the reflected ray or from the forest falls the clustered snow myriads of gems that in the waving gleam gay twinkle as they scatter thick around thunders the sport of those who with the gun and dog impatient bounding at the shot worse than the season desolate the fields and adding to the ruins of the year distress the footed or the feathered game but what is this our infant winter sinks divested of his grandeur should our eye astonish shoot into the frigid zone where for relentless months continual night holds o'er the glittering waste her starry reign there through the prison of unbounded wilds barred by the hand of nature from escape wide roams the russian exile not around strikes his sad eye but deserts lost in snow and heavy loaded groves and solid floods that stretch athwart the solitary waste their icy horrors to the frozen main and cheerless towns far distant never blessed save when its annual course the caravan bends to the golden coast of rich cathay with news of humankind yet there life glows yet cherished there beneath the shining waste the furry nations harbour tipped with jet fair ermines spotless as the snows they press sables of glossy black and dark embrowned or beauteous freaked with many a mingled hue thousands besides the costly pride of courts there warm together press the trooping deer sleep on the new-fallen snows and scarce his head raised o'er the heapy wreath the branching elk lies slumbering sullen in the white abyss the ruthless hunter wants nor dogs nor toils nor with the dread of sounding bows he drives the fearful flying race 
with ponderous clubs as weak against the mountain heaps they push their beating breast in vain and piteous bray he lays them quivering on the ensanguined snows and with loud shouts rejoicing bears them home there through the piney forest half absorbed rough tenant of these shades the shapeless bear with dangling ice all horrid stalks forlorn slow-paced and sourer as the storms increase he makes his bed beneath the inclement drift and with stern patience scorning weak complaint hardens his heart against assailing want wide o'er the spacious regions of the north that see Bootis urge his tardy wain a boisterous race by frosty chorus pierced who little pleasure know and fear no pain prolific swarm they once relume the flame of lost mankind in polished slavery sunk drove martial horde on horde with dreadful sweep resistless rushing o'er the enfeebled south and gave the vanquished world another form not such the sons of lapland wisely they despise the insensate barbarous trade of war they ask no more than simple nature gives they love their mountains and enjoy their storms no false desires no pride created wants disturb the peaceful current of their time and through the restless ever tortured maze of pleasure or ambition bid it rage their reindeer form their riches these their tents their robes their beds and all their homely wealth supply their wholesome fare and cheerful cups obsequious at their call the docile tribe yield to the sled their necks and whirl them swift o'er hill and dale heaped into one expanse of marbled snow as far as eye can sweep with a blue crust of ice unbounded glazed by dancing meteors then that ceaseless shake a waving blaze refracted o'er the heavens and vivid moons and stars that keener play with doubled lustre from the glossy waste even in the depth of polar night they find a wondrous day enough to light the chase or guide their daring steps to finland fairs wished spring returns and from the hazy south while dim aurora slowly moves before the welcome sun just verging up at first by small degrees extends the swelling curve till seen at last for gay rejoicing months still round and round his spiral course he winds and as he nearly dips his flaming orb wheels up again and reascends the sky in that glad season from the lakes and floods where pure niemi's fairy mountains rise and fringed with roses tanglio rolls his stream they draw the copious fry with these at eve they cheerful loaded to their tents repair where all day long in useful cares employed their kind unblemished wives the fire prepare thrice happy race by poverty secured from legal plunder and rapacious power in whom fell interest never yet has sown the seeds of vice whose spotless swains ne'er knew injurious deed nor blasted by the breath of faithless love their blooming daughters woe 
still pressing on beyond tornia's lake and hecla flaming through a waste of snow and farthest greenland to the pole itself where failing gradual life at length goes out the muse expands her solitary flight and hovering o'er the wild stupendous scene beholds new seas beneath another sky throned in his palace of cerulean ice here winter holds his unrejoicing court and through his airy hall the loud misrule of driving tempest is forever heard here the grim tyrant meditates his wrath here arms his winds with all subduing frost moulds his fierce hail and treasures up his snows with which he now oppresses half the globe thence winding eastward to the tartar's coast she sweeps the howling margin of the main where undissolving from the first of time snows swell on snows amazing to the sky and icy mountains high on mountains piled seem to the shivering sailor from afar shapeless and white an atmosphere of clouds projected huge and horrid o'er the surge alps frown on alps or rushing hideous down as if old chaos was again returned wide rend the deep and shake the solid pole ocean itself no longer can resist the binding fury but in all its rage of tempest taken by the boundless frost is many a fathom to the bottom chained and bid to roar no more a bleak expanse shagged o'er with wavy rocks cheerless and void of every life that from the dreary months flies conscious southward miserable they who here entangled in the gathering ice take their last look of the descending sun while full of death and fierce with tenfold frost the long long night incumbent o'er their heads falls horrible such was the britain's fate as with first prow what have not britons dared he for the passage sought attempted since so much in vain and seeming to be shut by jealous nature with eternal bars in these fell regions in arzana caught and to the stony deep his idle ship immediate sealed he with his hapless crew each full exerted at his several task froze into statues to the cordage glued the sailor and the pilot to the helm hard by these shores where scarce his freezing stream rolls the wild obi live the last of men and half enlivened by the distant sun that rears and ripens man as well as plants here human nature wears its rudest form deep from the piercing season's sunken caves here by dull fires and with unjoyous cheer they waste the tedious gloom immersed in furs doze the gross race nor sprightly jest nor song nor tenderness they know nor aught of life beyond the kindred bears that stalk without till morn at length her roses drooping all sheds a long twilight brightening o'er their fields and calls the quivered savage to the chase what cannot active government perform new moulding man wide stretching from these shores a people savage from remotest time a huge neglected empire one vast mind by heaven inspired from gothic darkness called immortal peter 
first of monarchs he his stubborn country tamed her rocks her fens her floods her seas her ill-submitting sons and while the fierce barbarian he subdued to more exalted soul he raised the man ye shades of ancient heroes ye who toiled through long successive ages to build up a laboring plan of state behold at once the wonder done behold the matchless prince who left his native throne where reigned till then a mighty shadow of unreal power who greatly spurned the slothful pomp of courts and roaming every land in every port his sceptre laid aside with glorious hand unwearied plying the mechanic tool gathered the seeds of trade of useful arts of civil wisdom and of martial skill charged with the stores of europe home he goes then cities rise amid the illumined waste o'er joyless deserts smiles the rural rain far distant flood to flood is social joined the astonished yuxine hears the baltic roar proud navies ride on seas that never foamed with daring keel before and armies stretch each way their dazzling files repressing here the frantic alexander of the north and awing there stern othman's shrinking sons sloth flies the land and ignorance and vice of old dishonor proud it glows around taught by the royal hand that roused the whole one scene of arts of arms of rising trade for what his wisdom planned and power enforced more potent still his great example showed muttering the winds at eve with blunted point blow hollow blustering from the south subdued the frost resolves into a trickling thaw spotted the mountains shine loose sleet descends and floods the country round the rivers swell of bonds impatient sudden from the hills or rocks and woods in broad brown cataracts a thousand snow-fed torrents shoot at once and where they rush the wide resounding plain is left one slimy waste those sullen seas that wash the ungenial pole will rest no more beneath the shackles of the mighty north but rousing all their waves resistless heave and hark the lengthening roar continuous runs athwart the rifted deep at once it bursts and piles a thousand mountains to the clouds ill fares the bark with trembling wretches charged that tossed amid the floating fragments moors beneath the shelter of an icy isle while night o'erwhelms the sea and horror looks more horrible can human force endure the assembled mischiefs that besiege them round heart gnawing hunger fainting weariness the roar of winds and waves the crush of ice now ceasing now renewed with louder rage and in dire echoes bellowing round the main more to embroil the deep leviathan and his unwieldy train in dreadful sport tempest the loosened brine while through the gloom far from the bleak inhospitable shore loading the winds is heard the hungry howl of famished monsters there awaiting wrecks 
yet providence that ever waking eye looks down with pity on the feeble toil of mortals lost to hope and lights them safe through all this dreary labyrinth of fate tis done dread winter spreads his latest glooms and reigns tremendous o'er the conquered year how dead the vegetable kingdom lies how dumb the tuneful horror wide extends his desolate domain behold fond man see here thy pictured life pass some few years thy flowering spring thy summer's ardent strength thy sober autumn fading into age and pale concluding winter comes at last and shuts the scene ah whither now are fled those dreams of greatness those unsolid hopes of happiness those longings after fame those restless cares those busy bustling days those gay spent festive nights those veering thoughts lost between good and ill that shared thy life all now are vanished virtue soul survives immortal never failing friend of man his guide to happiness on high and see tis come the glorious morn the second birth of heaven and earth awakening nature hears the new creating word and starts to life in every heightened form from pain and death forever free the great eternal scheme involving all and in a perfect whole uniting as the prospect wider spreads to reason's eye refined clears up apace ye vainly wise ye blind presumptuous now confounded in the dust adore that power and wisdom offer reigned see now the cause why unassuming worth in secret lived and died neglected why the good man's share in life was gall and bitterness of soul why the lone widow and her orphans pined in starving solitude while luxury in palaces lay straining her low thought to form unreal wants why heaven-born truth and moderation fair wore the red marks of superstition's scourge why licensed pain that cruel spoiler that embosomed foe embittered all our bliss ye good distressed ye noble few who here unbending stand beneath life's pressure yet bear up a while and what your bounded view which only saw a little part deemed evil is no more the storms of wintry time will quickly pass and one unbounded spring encircle all end of the seasons book four winter part two this recording is in the public domain